Hey, welcome to the Untucked Podcast. <laughs> Surely not. Yeah, if you're new, that's how I talk all the time. <laughs> welcome to the Untopic Podcast, the weekly show that takes a sideways look at a specific topic and a different topic every week. It's me, Richard, with oh, my yeah. brilliant co-host, John. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, mate. see, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. John's here. Um, thanks for all your continued support. Podcast growing month on month, statistically speaking. Oh, don't forget to tell a friend. I know you did forget to tell your friend, but um, yeah, if you could tell it. them this week, that'd be great. Um, I yeah. like the feedback as well. I was, oh. I was, I was, I was talking to, a, a, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to a a a listener the other day, um, who was doing a live on TikTok, and she kindly was saying. It's my favourite thing. And then I said, have you listened to Egypt? And she went, there isn't another one. And I said, there is. Because Spotify mm. weren't showing it for some reason. Overjoyed. And then yeah. she just said how brilliant it was and how it's her favourite podcast. Oh, that's lovely. Really so Thank you for that. What are we talking about today, John? We are talking about wine. Let me just wine. qualify that. We're talking about wine, but it is, it's, it's sort of one o'clock on Friday afternoon. And previously on beer, I did drink beer throughout. I cannot face wine at no. one o'clock on a Friday afternoon. I'm no. so sorry. I'd love to have been slightly squiffy, but I can't face them. No. Uh, and I had some wine last night. <laughs> so there you go. So more we, reason to not have some. He was doing some research. There yeah. we go. So I'll have some later. I'm having a pizza. So I thought a bit of wine with okay. go down a treat. Oh, what sort of wine would you have with pizza? We as we'll we'll get into this, but I am a for me, I'm more of a red than a white kind of man. Though there's some winners. Pizza's red, isn't it? I don't really go for that because I don't really. But if I was eating chicken in beige sauce, I would still have red. I still prefer red. Okay, well we'll come back. I don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wine. When was (laughs) I was going with the. Like my first wine thing, first time I ever take, I was thinking, when did I first ever have wine? And I reckon actually had a, what would be a, I know, a measure, I suppose, would have been fucking communion. Like that right. would have been, I had Bloody to have done. Man. Yeah. And I wouldn't. Religion was, always comes up, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. But I'm trying to avoid it being that. Because yeah, I don't lie. know about you. Yeah. My dad used to let me have the end of a whiskey if he was having a whiskey, but I don't remember them having much wine in, like, in the eighties. Like, I don't remember them drinking it. No, I think it, mine would have been like Sunday lunch. So. Nice French, yeah. So we roll <laughs> while we're breaking bread. While you're breaking the bread, and somebody was there to turn it into Jesus's body. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought no. Yeah, just yeah, just get like half a glass, half a glass, nice. Sunday lunch or something. <clears throat> Very good. And then straight back to nursery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> straight back cool. to school. No, you know, you know, when you're like twelve or something. Have the know. wine, have the wine, Richard, and then go and play with stickle bricks. That's it. Take it oh, with you. Is this shabby? <laughs> <laughs> Take it with you. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't lock it on the carpet. It's not the 2012 shabby, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arthur. Yes. So yeah, that's probably mine. Uh, but I, I've got to say, it's one drink. I think this is universal. It's one drink I don't think appeals to younger people. There's a there's a, well, I was a young. I wouldn't a, count Lambrini. 
No, 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 no. And <laughs> uh, I just reminded you of something else we used to buy. We used to, do you know when you're, you, <laughs> we know when you're a sophisticated 15, 16 year old. Oh, yeah. And you're buying alcohol from an off license or whatever. Yeah. You, you, the things you think are sophisticated are not. And um, I, we used to buy bottles of Baby Marti- Martini Asti, which oh, had right, the okay. cork on the top. Right. £3.50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, ladies. Yes, yeah. Um, and we used to drink that. And do you know what? There is still a little bit of me that's quite... I have a soft spot for Martini Asti. It is so sweet. It is ridiculous. Mm. It's it, There's not enough alcohol in it for it to be a worthwhile drink. And But that I can have nice thoughts about that. And the other thing was, when I used to go and stay in my friend's... My friend had a... My friend's family had a caravan in a place called Kessingland, but uh, sort of North Suffolk. And down the road, there was a happy shopper. <laughs> and we used to buy, if we were entertaining ladies at the caravan park, we used to buy happy shopper Bucks Fizz. <laughs> nice, Bucks Fizz, beautiful. <laughs> Came with a plastic cork, so economic, you know, recyclable probably. Uh, bang, yeah. ladies. <laughs> I, I so sort of, sort of what I was thinking was, so you go to college you go to university <coughs> and you're gonna have a night out the blokes are gonna be drinking beer aren't they gonna be drinking lager yes yeah, yeah you know they're not going out you know get get another bottle of chateau Neuf. what well, i was that was the only thing i probably did at... but what are the ladies drinking cider right fruit cider yeah. isn't it back in the day a lot of lager. I'm my, my, to think, what i'm thinking is what i'm trying to work out is late 90s what yeah, the, my, you college student ladies uh, my wife is drinking bex she likes bex so yeah most aren't lager. lager yeah i'm trying to think uh probably it was like arches and lemonade there you go malibu and coke that things like thing. that isn't it yeah exactly yeah, yeah, so yeah. my point is not you're lemonade. right not wine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. So it's something that comes to us later, I think. Mm. Yeah, no, I think I think that's good. Yeah, I wasn't kind of counting either of the the Asti or the Bucks Fizz as wine experiences. No. They were they uh, they are not. Bucks Fizz no. is an absolutely vile anyway. Even if you do it properly, it's disgusting. But out of, from Happy Shopper with the plastic cork, I mean, it used to go miles. And the, to be fair, the sixteen-year-old ladies were impressed. With it because there was foil on the top and a little cage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... It was a knicker dropper. Oh, <laughs> that was what it was called. Happy Shop on Knicker Dropper. <laughs> yeah. That was the one. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage 1994. Yes. Enjoy. It was a great, yeah, it was a great year. <laughs> it's, known, it's known in Bucksmith and Asty Circle. Yeah. <laughs> that 94. Take it Vintage. back. Vintage. Vintage. It's corked. You could get eight pounds for that on eBay now. It's plastic, still corked, Monsieur. Take it away. <laughs> uh, right, where do we start? Are you a wine buff? Are you a wine aficionado? No, I think you are. Mo- I, you are more than me. I like wine a lot, and I've tried to learn stuff about. I it. think you're. I think you more. Than, like I know. My, I am. I know what I like. Sort of thing. So okay. I know the grape, and. You know, most of the time, the region. Like, if I know if I'm probably going to like it. And then I know what okay. I'm looking for on the back. So the reason I started drinking... So I... do you know the grape to French region equivalents? Uh, 
likely not, but I if so, would. If you, have, if you had a bottle of red burgundy, would you know what grape that is? I do know that's Pinot Noir. Yes. But go. if it was but, white but, and it was burgundy, I have no idea. Probably Chardonnay. But what I was going to say was, I mean, it's my more basic than that. So I know that uh, if it's an Argentinian Merlot, I know it's going to be like really oaky as bollocks, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, a Chilean Merlot won't be; it'll be slightly brighter. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, I so might enjoy it. That, so I know the. So I you know, build up your own database. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, I just know what I, I like, and how it happened was that I lived next door to one of the people. I might mention this on a podcast. One of my neighbours, who I'm so sorry you're not listening, but if you are, your name's gone out of my head. Though I know your wife's name, which is terrible of me. He <clears throat> he chose wine from Marks and Spencers, so he would go. They would send all the wines in. Tom. Mm. Thanks, Tom. And Tom would uh, choose the wines for Marks and Spencers that they were going to buy for the year. Mm. And Tom would tell me, like, like hints for dumbasses. And it works really well. They still work as well. Like, if you want a red, if you want to know if it's had any sunshine, like, if it's a worthwhile to even try it, is make sure it's not blended. You know, if it's not, if that's not what it is. But make sure it's not blended and make sure it's 13% plus. Okay. So that in 1990, no, 2001, if you were going to buy a bottle of red for dinner, you wanted it to be, this is how much wine's gone up. New World Wines, he said you want to be over, this is funny now, over three quid. Wow. <laughs> and over 13%. Because New World Wines, there was this moment where we had, where they were, cheap as shit like because nobody everyone was just yeah, going no to continue yeah. buying french so i remember buying chilean cabernet sauvignon for three quid because no yeah. one is no one to drink it like that and uh, marks and spencers uh not marks and spencers the co-op had loads of new world wines in and we drank them all the time when i first met my wife we would yeah, have a bottle with dinner because it didn't make any difference it was nothing it was no money it was cheaper no. than was it like two pints of the pub yeah, no, no, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, why don't I do a little wine quiz for you? Oh shit! Establish be... how good you are, how, okay. how knowledgeable you are. It's going to be bad unless crude. Already... It's just a crude little test. Unless I'd already read the quiz. <laughs> okay, okay. I apologise. No, I'm making this quiz up. You can't have read it. Okay. Okay. Do you know what the punt is? Uh, I, I, it sounds like sediment. <laughs> P-U-N-T. It's the uh, it's the dimple underneath the bottle. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. And it serves no functional purpose other than it helps the bottle of wine from, to fall over. If you had a flat bottom, it's yeah, more some likely are flat to now, fall over. Yeah. Aren't they? Oh, okay. Yeah, you always good. want a tiny little bit, at least so a, little, a little bow. So it has no point? No, people think it... Well, people think it um, helps with the sediment collection. Yeah, uh, but I'm with you, I... Yeah, I agree. I don't see how it would. But yes, that's that's good. a good fact. Thank you. Punt. Do you know what people are on about when they say a wine has good legs? Does it mean the finish is quite long? What they mean is if you swirl the wine around, oh yes, it the clear the dangly streaks coming down are called legs. It right. shows that it's typically higher alcohol and higher decent and high quality, isn't it? I yeah. think. Yeah, well, it, yes, depending on how you like it, but essentially. 
Okay. Uh, so that's legs. So nice. that's some good things. Do you know the 20 minute rule? They let a, a bottle of red breathe. No. Oh. No, don't know that. So it's this debate about temperature of wine. Right. And they say. Well, we can all agree that anyone who puts red in the fridge is a prick, can't we? We are. Ah. Well, the 20 minute rule states that if you're having a bottle of white wine, mm -hmm. take it out of the fridge 20 minutes before you want to drink it. I definitely don't do that. And if you're going to have a red wine that's been at room temperature, you should put it in the fridge for 20 minutes before you want to drink it. But so do you know white wine 20 minutes out, red wine 20 minutes in. I always take the cork out of a bottle of red for like half an hour before. So I couldn't put it in the fridge. <laughs> <'Cause> it, <laughs> go everywhere. Yeah, but it only needs about five minutes to breathe. It's what the experts said, love. Fucking leave it. <laughs> it's, it's going it's, everywhere. It's, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Now exactly. you're supposed to drink it. <laughs> it's, it's all over my fruit corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, no, you only need five minutes. So for 20 minutes in the fridge, depending on your room temperature, 20 minutes in the fridge, get it out, get the cork off, five minutes, bosh. Get it okay. 20 minute rule. Basically, it's because they say that actually room temperature isn't really what it is for red wine. It should be 65 degrees. I like it when you get Australians, you know, the Australian rule on Shiraz is like, oh, mate, you want to fucking wing me in, in the fridge? Of course you do, because it tastes like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'd take, I'd chuck it, it in the fridge. It's pure as well. preference, though. It is pretty uh, it's, it's all about it, how, you, can't how taste, you like it. You can't taste anything. I've got a friend who puts Jacob's Creek in the fridge. I mean, I'd put that in the bin, but he puts it in the fridge. And um, he's like, do you want a glass of red? But you want it to just, I mean, it's pretty fucking awful anyway, but you want it to just leave it there. If you like Jacob's Creek, oh, by the way, there's nothing in this whole podcast. If you're like, I don't really give a fuck about it. We're just going to piss around. And if whatever oh, yeah, you, whatever yeah, yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. you like. And there's no actual malice. If you want to. I, I think rosé, sweet rosé, is absolute piss. But if people, if you like it, yeah, drink it by the pint. I don't care. Yeah. If you like that rosé that's almost sort of Syrup. bright orange. <laughs> <laughs> is it barefoot? Yes. Uh, there's worse than that. That's not even that bad. There's worse. Yeah. Uh, so, no, no. Yeah, we're not. We're not actual wine. Knock yourself out. actually yeah. care. Drink what you like. Um, and again, on, to be honest, the temperature thing is personal preference. It's just that if it's the red gets too warm, it you can lose a lot of its uh, flavour. If it gets too warm, if the red gets too warm, yeah. Oh, fair dues. I can't anyway. Our house is only fourteen. Your degrees. house is <laughs> yeah. It's probably again Oof. why you, you know if you're I don't know what's what's sixty five degrees in normal temperature speak. I don't know sixty five Fahrenheit in Celsius. This is exciting stuff. You want to kind of hold on to your hats, baby. Keep it in. This yeah, is a, Christ, this is a bit name. Of a for 18 degrees. There you go. So, yeah, so your house is probably 18 degrees anyway. How is it so, 18 degrees? 14. 18 Celsius, I mean. What? No, it's no, 14 you, that's Celsius. What, that's what you just said. No, no, no. I said 18. It's 14 Celsius, not 40. Oh, so there you go. There you go. So you've learned something. Everyone everyone listening has possibly learned something. I only found out this last Christmas that you're supposed to put brandy in mulled wine. I always thought it tastes like arse. Because mm. there's nothing to it. You can't get pissed on it. I was like, why is everybody going, oh, I, I drank too much mulled wine at Christmas. I was like, yeah, a glass full. And then I realised you meant to put brandy. I don't like it. But we put brandy in it yet? I've, I've, I've tried other people's mulled wine. I haven't mulled my own. 
only mould it. I mould it for the wife. She likes mulled wine. And it, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'll One glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't use anything. Spe- don't use anything decent in it. Right. Mm, yes. Uh, where do you stand on corks and that? Do you think? Do you think people still think screw caps are less classy? No, I think that's all changed. Do you think people have worked out it's not a thing? Well, the, there's there's a big argument, isn't there? Ecologically speaking, which is greener because you don't uh, uh, the the cork is bark, so they don't um, the tree's alive, isn't it? Uh, and it actually. You're growing more trees, so it's not a. It's like Christmas trees. You think cutting a Christmas tree down is a bad thing ecologically? Yeah. But it's not because they're going to grow another one. So, yeah, and they want to exist. Yeah, and it's the if same there wasn't call. that requirement for people wanting them, they wouldn't. They wouldn't literally yeah. wouldn't be growing out of the ground anyway. So I think the argument for the economics of it, not economics for the for the green of it, it bollocks. But and I think people don't care. Like years ago, it used to be if the cork was, if you got a plastic rubbery cork or a screw top or whatever, you were crazy the only thing i mean absolute vintage wine buyers would go mad because after a certain time the the plastic inner coating of a screw cap is going to corrode and so is the thing isn't it i mean if you keep a cork damp in a cellar it's gonna keep going you know people buy like they can perish they can perish Dom Perignon, 1981. That's the only vintage i know because it's my year of birth and it's champagne but um you don't want the cork bugger do you I think it's come down to, <clears throat> I think it's partly just come down to national trend as well, because there was a time when France were loving it, like selling corks to the rest of the world. You, they they got away with a lot in the wine was, industry for the, a the long, French, long so The French time. were selling corks to the rest of the world, but then as people started to say the rest of the world's wines were getting all right, they mm. pulled that. Right. So the Spanish and the Australians started making their own waxy, rubbery corks. Okay, okay. And they've got to the point of their production now with those, where they're so cheap to produce, they've just carried on, especially Spain. And then screw caps have come along again, and just, yeah, I think it's just, again, if they get it cheap enough and they do a good enough job, then it's fine. Yeah, exactly. it, it the the screw cap is as effective as a cork. It's I don't think there's they did. I mean, you have to admit, France got way longer out of it, the whole wine industry, than they probably would deserved because <laughs> they just pissed on everything else. They kind of they heard about Rioja and they're like, one, that's it, just one, and that don't do anything. And yeah, yeah and we're just going to do all the rest of them. Yeah, I know what okay. you mean. And there was a huge clock, like there was nobody when I was coming up. No one working class drank wine. Nobody. Baby Sham, possibly. Yeah. Um, cider, but nobody did. Now that class divide on wine, I think, is gone as well. People do drink wine. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think everybody does. Yeah, like, I think so. Pinot is, uh, Pinot is fucking horrible. But Pinot's become, like, almost the uh, fruit cider now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I would say so. Yeah. Um, I think you're right, though. I think the French blagged it for a way long. They did really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they sort of just dro- steered into that con that the rest of the world couldn't produce wine. <laughs> yeah, it had to be it had to be this. Yeah, and I, 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 yeah, I'm not really really don't know what changed it. Well, I think things like I just that, don't think you could hold back the tide of. Yeah, there were wines that were clearly better, like Cabernet Sauvignon from Chile was clearly like better than the french like it just was because they've got i think it was an altitude thing or whatever and it just changed 
yeah i think it's incredible all the other but the if you were from that country i've wondered this as well if you're actually thinking bricks because it must have been that much cheaper because no one's going to if no one's buying it and everybody, people are growing mm. the grapes and drinking it because they didn't it takes six years or something for a vine to mature before you can grow grapes. So it's not like they heard about it and did it. So they must have already been drinking the wine and buying it for like a quid, yeah. like 50p, and then suddenly it was worth something worldwide. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, it will have taken a little while. I suppose early early plantation, early sort of growing of these of these uh, wines wines in, in California and stuff, would I guess it would have taken a few years for them to get to the, a decent point. Yeah, because I think year year on year the actual um, grape does improve its sort of uh, concentration, doesn't it? So I've heard yeah, they got and then a vine's got because I was doing research for this, um, mm. and the vine's got forty years after the five year when it starts producing grapes that are usable, and then yeah. you've got forty years, and yes. then they're buggered. Is how it works. Yeah, from what I from what I've so. heard. Have you ever tried? And the other thing is that's brilliant. I was just thinking this when you said it. The um, the best wines in the world, I think it, this is probably true. Don't travel. So okay. you're in a you're in a restaurant like we've been in in a we've been in Rome like outside we like stayed in like some uh, a bit on the outskirts of Rome and had a uh, they ask you if you want like half, a carry uh, if you want half a liter a liter or whatever and the wine in that if you were to buy that in Sainsbury's would be fifteen pounds a bottle and. Because they've made it, it's never. It's just been made in a vat, and they, and then they, you know, the the restaurants made it. I remember I asked what percentage it was, and he went, and the, I don't know. It, they, they guessed it. They knew it was below fifteen and above thirteen, so it was somewhere right in there. And I think it was three euros for a liter. I think right twatted. Yes, yeah. and I've done I, that. I think, I, I think there's, there's two things there, isn't there? The actual brilliantly made awesome local wines mm. don't travel they're just drunk domestically however yeah, there is exceptional ones where they just can't turn down the money that's been offered yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so there's the ones that travel just <laughs> economic reasons so you know if you've got an absolutely sought after wine yeah. you know in i remember being on a greek island. island i'm not very good at remembering names of places but we had a carif of wine it was uh, and it was great if you bought a bottle in the shop it was all shit like all the local stuff was terrible but the local, local, local stuff was brilliant. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Normally, and wherever you are in the world, if you do that, the white either one's good and the other one's terrible. So the white's good and the red's terrible. The red's good and the white's terrible. There doesn't seem to be. Yeah, in camp, well, yeah, that's that can be a thing. That can well, people used to say that about things like New Zealand wines. Oh, they can't make a red. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's bollocks. Yeah, that's probably the French. <laughs> That's probably uh, the French. But, but their wine's great. Their, their white's great, but they can't produce a red. And, you know, he says the, um, the white is fine, but they use their school caps and the white is piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and they still, and the other thing is, because they really concentrate now, French producers, on the wines that they smash out of the park, like Cote de Rhone and stuff like that, is still, like regionally, obviously you can't know they're they're regionally protected, aren't they? But it's that is fantastic wine. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's still brilliant wine. It's just that lots of places make brilliant, brilliant yeah, wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You can just uh, go around. 
Yeah, my my one thing. Speaking of uh, price and that, my my only thing that ever annoys me with wine, mm. and I don't know why, because it's true for all alcohol. Um, but, but it for some reason irks me when I go to a pub or a restaurant, and you get a bottle of wine, and it's an like Oxford Landing, yeah, know? and you yeah. know it's five pounds fifty six pounds in a co op, and it's twelve pounds in the pub or. Or fifteen, yeah. sixteen pounds a restaurant. I think there needs to be I don't a rule. Know why there... that bothers me though? Why isn't there a rule where there's a margin? Like there's a there's a reasonable. Why can't thing? they just have different labels for pub and restaurant? Well, so, so it is Oxford Landing, but it's actually in a different bottle just to uh, appease me. Could we all accept it though, if that it was thirty percent over retail or something like twenty five percent over retail? Then you're paying them to get it right, and they're making more than that because they bought it at cost. And then there's a reasonable thing. Because I, I agree with you. Sometimes you're like, Jacob's Creek, 17 quid. Fuck off. Like, I not, I just can't allow myself to give you that yeah. money. That's yeah, but, what, okay. but you don't say that with a, a pint of lager, do you? You no. don't say, oh, I could get this down the offy for a quid, mate. You but want you, five pounds oh, at yeah. this point. It, it's weird. It's, it's, mad. it's mad. But for some reason with wine, it does. I was going to argue then, but you're probably right. It is probably more than double the price for a pint than it is in a pub. Yeah, it's true. It's weird. It just for some reason goes in, goes in my head each time. Yeah, I think the better thing is is when they sneak it and it's just some garbage wine, but it's called like Baffles yeah. Co- Baffles Corner, and you it's like eighteen quid. And you think, well, it's Baffles Corner, and you try it, and you're like, fuck, yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want a fancy label that actually is just lots of landing. Yeah. I want to be conned in a restaurant. That's what I want. I do think. I mean, I I think you have to have a really good. Um, restaurant manager with an alcohol problem you know if because i think that really because i've drank at italian restaurants where the house wine is not shit you know Mm -hmm. because a lot because in the uk house wine is a byword for whatever the 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 cheapest piss you've got is yeah (laughs) that's what that actually means Whereas I've been in Italian restaurants in in the UK where they've actually they have a wine that they buy shitloads of, and because of that they get a decent price because they buy so much, and the house wine is then blo- absolutely blinded. Yeah. So not to not to piss around, just have that, and it's been fantastic. The other thing, which we didn't really touch on when we did beer, mm. is what is our problem with alcohol in this country? We love it. I know, but it's the only... But but we're so weird about it. It's the only... Like, I don't know who said this, and but obviously it's not. it wasn't me that came up with this, but this, it's the only drug you have to apologise for not taking. Oh, see so what you mean. It's, you're not drinking? Oh, no, sorry, I'm not drinking today. I'm on some meds. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry, no, I can't drink today because I've got a thing tomorrow. I would say there are circumstances where you have to apologise for weed because I've been in those circumstances because I because of ADHD, I can't, doesn't really mix. So I've gone, nah. And they think you're mad. But they're not as much as you do with alcohol. alcohol. It's like literally you're a social pariah for not drink. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose we'll not be able to solve that in this pod. Gast. But you know, that's a weird thing as well. Yeah, it's the the, uh, the only one you're quick. Because I, I friends of mine who are teetotal, you know, due to problems they've had in the past, have it's the only one where you will get and thoroughly questioned for as well. Mm. 
Like, when did you last have a drink? Oh, no, I haven't had a drink for 10 years. Have you still got a problem? <laughs> Do you want to try one? <laughs> like, it's the Not oddest thing. If somebody said, yeah, no, I kind of got my life out to get out of a massive cocaine problem, and I, you know, 10 years clear. Do you want to try a line? See if it's more-ish. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Weird. It right. is a really weird thing. Do some um, facts? I was going to go, there we go to you, with weird wine facts. Okay. Some of them are worthwhile and some of them are not. But I think that's fine. Right? Because uh, there's a few of them that I know are lies. Okay, go on then. Uh, that so are these facts? Are these facts? facts from a website? Right. So they're saying they're facts, but they're, they're called uh, okay, 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 cool. Goose Vineyards. Red wines are well attributed to positive health benefits. It lowers your chance of having a stroke compared to non-drinkers, which weirdly we spoke about recently, for men and women who drink moderately. It lessens their chances of developing type 2 diabetes by 30%. Mm. When they're talking about moderation, they're talking about a one glass. small glass like <laughs> yeah. every two days. Yeah. And there's actually, and the other thing is, because we spoke about this before. If you really want to go into what your maximum alcohol intake should be, you can you can easily Google it now. You just need to put your weight and height and and um, gender at birth into uh, a website, and it'll tell you. Right? Because there's no fucking way. If you've got a mate who's four foot nine and he weighs seven stone wet, that isn't going to be the same. It's not possible. Saying that, mm. I remember I went out drinking years ago with my mate, and we drank. We went out at six, and we drank twenty-four before we got home. Mm-hmm. And he was still sober. He was about he got about thirteen stone on, like more than me. He weighed me, and he right. was totally shocked. He was like, "I can't believe how pissed you are." <laughs> and at the time, because I wasn't that old, I was like, "I don't know, but I can't feel my face." <laughs> He was fine. <clears throat> Number two, believe it or not, there are some people who have a fear of wine. It's called, here we go. Okay. Oenophobia. Oenophobia? Oenophobia. Wow. O-E or weophobia. Weenophobia, maybe. You know? Wow. Th- I don't know what that is then. What's the wonder what triggers that? How no, amazing. If you got really how could you ever go out? It? How could you ever <laughs> dinner with your miss? No, it's going to be fine, love. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, no, I'm okay. <sighs> I'm okay. And then someone pops a champagne cork and you just mm. leg it. <laughs> <laughs> it does make you jump, though, doesn't it, when someone pops a champagne cork? Yeah, it can do. It's that, uh, there's nothing worse than somebody taking like half an hour over the champagne cork. You know, I'm just going to fuck, just get the <laughs> cork out. out like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not coming out. <laughs> it's um, that thing of, I've just got to ease it. Just get the fucking thing out. I don't wait, I don't care. I twist and pull it out. Oh, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do the fire it across the room thing. No. I generally hold the top and turn the bottle. Either that, I'll get my but... sword out. <laughs> I don't know why people do that. There's so many videos of it the going wrong. Swankers. It's called <laughs> sabring a bottle. Oh, Jeff's a wanker. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a bottle of champagne and you've got a sword. I've always got a sword. Yeah. Number three, this is the one that I think is not true. Um, how do you hold a wine glass? There is a right way and a wrong way. Wine glasses should be held by the stem so that the hand does not raise the temperature of the wine. That's true. The stem is there for a reason. See, I know, you know, people who read the fact a white wine should be held by the stem and a red should be held by the bowl. That's bollocks. Neither should be held by, you should hold the stem with both. However, it's like we were saying about temperature before. The only reason is temperature. 
Yeah. So again, if you're not asked, don't worry about it. And you see all these stemless glasses now. And also, my wife's and got so it's just preference. Yeah. hands like ice poles. They wouldn't do anything. Yeah. She could hold it forever. It'd probably go down in temperature. It yeah. wouldn't do anything to it. You'll always see a wine, proper wine sommelier or whatever. They'll always hold the stem. But it doesn't mean yeah. you have to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, four. This is weird. When at a wine tasting event, it is not frowned upon to spit wine out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> take true. a sip of take a sip of wine. It's not hold at it. each other. Hold it in your mouth for a couple of seconds. I've never been at a wine tasting. Then either swallow or spit out. Um, this is an acceptable way to know if it's a good wine. A good wine will have a lengthy aftertaste. Not every time you can have a terrible wine and it, it could taste like. You could go, I can still taste that. It's true that di- the digestion part is, uh, you know, the ingestion part is no actual, you know, that's not part of the wine tasting experience, is it? I would I'd probably swallow it and just end up pissed instead. Yes, for fun. Yeah, no, I probably just would, because I am never going to learn yeah. anything. I don't listen to anybody shit pissed instead. I wouldn't want to <laughs> waste it. Uh, number six is, why do you store wine laying down? Well, that's if the bottle is standing up, the cork could dry out and dwindle, possibly dropping into the wine. Yes. Yeah, we, when um, when someone presents you with a cork to check... Yeah, you should make sure it's all there. Uh, <laughs> there. There are three things to check when someone gives you a cork. Okay. One, that it's all there, that it yeah. hasn't uh, crumbled away in, in some way. You're supposed to check the name on the cork against the wine. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of fake wine. If you're getting expensive stuff, there's often fake ones, and they won't have the correct cork. And the third one, which is what you're referring to with the sideways thing, it should be very wet. The end right. should be very wet, which will show that it's been kept properly. It's been kept sideways. Or it's been in the waiter's mouth. <laughs> or it's checking it before bringing it. The other thing, because <laughs> a lot of... Uh, there was Don't an smell issue. the cork. That's mental. You know, we were talking about screw caps and... Um, plastic yeah um it took a long time for uh sommeliers and stuff to stop pouring out a glass to check if it was corked and now they have stopped doing that i've been you know if it's a screw cap or a plastic cork they don't don't do that because it it cannot have happened so it's fine no you can't taste it you can't go like that oh shit i thought that was i thought it was a white i don't want that like that's not yeah okay i don't like it (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I follow somebody on TikTok who used to work in a restaurant, and they said that that people go. He said the the people who order the house wine are the most picky. You know, somebody goes in and goes that, and then they taste it and they go, "No, oh, not that." And then he said, "You get somebody comes in and buys a seventy pound bottle of wine. They go, do you want to taste it?'" And they go, "Is it all right?" And they go, "Yeah." And they go, "Yeah, I'll do that then." <laughs> that's all you checking. That's all you checking that it hasn't gone funny in some way. Yeah. I've only uh, I've had corked... is it wet leaves they say if, you know if it's got that smell or taste of wet leaves I have corked wine once and nobody could not know you wouldn't yeah it's exactly not, it's not possible it's like you know when people smell milk and they go just check if it's off yeah I've, you'll fucking know <laughs> no one's ever gone I don't think it is yeah no it's that and you see people actually uh, that just smell it you know when they're presented a little bit yeah. to, you know just they'll just smell it. Because you can probably you probably can. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, this one I'm not sure about. Women are more inclined to the effects of wine than men. Of course mm. they are. Ladies. This is partly because they have less enzymes, enzymes in the stomach lining that is needed to break down alcohol simply. 
I'm going to be. I'm going to just cast doubt over that, just because uh, it could be bollocks. Oh right, okay. I thought it was. It be I actually thought I heard it was because of histamines. Right. Now women have a different balance of histamines, and wine is full of histamines. Oh, okay. Again, Google it yourself. I'm not saying that's true. Yeah, that's a debatable one. Number nine, the oldest wine cellar is on the Titanic. When wow. diners went went down to the wreckage, surprisingly, most of the bottles were still intact. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. But how, how, why would that still be the oldest? You wouldn't check if the court was wet, would you? <laughs> no. But, wh- been... but why, why would that be the oldest, though? I, I don't, don't know. Understand. I I I don't understand that either. I Surely don't that. there's a some palace somewhere with a better older collection than that. I'd say there probably is, and most those, those ones that are. They just want to crowbar in. Yeah, they just want to crowbar in the Titanic. And I'm going to go for number ten. Why fuck this is mad. Ben Franklin <laughs> was quoted: "Wine makes daily life easy, less hurried, with fewer tension and more tolerance." That depends. I've met people. That is not true. <laughs> what are you looking at? Oh. <laughs> the wine doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> he seems quite violent. There are different uh, there are different moods to drink wine in though. I think it's all I I I hate that that you know when people can say stuff like I assume they probably do it about wines as well. You know, people who are of the opinion that if they drink a specific type of alcohol they become a specific way. I think yeah. blindfold. I think blindfolded. I think they're just a dick. I think that's what that is. It's funny I punched that bloke because I hadn't had any Jack Daniels, and that makes me quite punchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you, it's just that you're a fucking wanker. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You can be allergic though. You can be allergic to certain wines. Oh, fine, fair enough. Is that, oh, I wouldn't know. I don't know why I was going to guess why. My mum's allergic to prosecco. Oh, okay. Because of the Italians use a certain type of preservative. Oh, right. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. I assume you could be, because not all wine's vegan. So, and if you'd got an, because they don't they use thingy glass. I can't remember what it's called. Fish bladder. Swish, uh, swim, fish's swim bladder to clear wine. That's oh, why I assume they're uh, vegan yeah, or not. Yeah, if it's fine. If it's been fined or filtered or pured. So I assume you could be allergic to that. Yeah, well. any part of that process. You can't, yeah. And so people people think they're allergic to the sulfates in wine, but you can't oh, okay. have wine without sulfates. It's, it's <laughs> a process of, process of fermenting a grape produces sulfates. So. my Because my, my mum's teetotal, she drinks um, alcohol-free wine. And I, I the price of alcohol-free... Grape juice. ...liquid in the UK, when, it's, when it says it's something, is fucking ridiculous. This last Christmas, I was going to buy my mum a bottle of alcohol-free gin because my mum drank gin until like uh, she she'd have a G and T until she stopped drinking, which would have been nineteen ninety-seven or something like that. She does that for religious reasons. She's not like ex-alcoholic. Oh. Bless you. And um, I thought alcohol-free gin. I'll put it in as a stocking filler. Twenty quid. There's no yeah. alcohol in it. Why the fuck am I paying that? I know. I know. There's no yeah. duty. Kiss my ass. And anyway, the, the, the alcohol-free wines taste nothing whatsoever like wine. She has yeah. a w- white one and a red one. They taste like... Apparently, they're working on them, and there's going to be a big boom in it. 
I've seen some zeros, but I they're putting like to... they've, there's, they've they've worked out if they mix other things in like Earl Grey tea and stuff. They've got to drop the prices. It's bollocks. There's no duty. They're making a fortune. I can't I can't stand that. Yeah, no, it is weird. Have you run out of facts? Uh, that yeah, I thought I'd bring it to ten because it's otherwise just drony, isn't it? Here's a good one. Go. And this says so much about humanity. <laughs> I've got some facts here. Yeah, go for it. Um, grapes are the most planted fruit in all over the world. Okay. It's the most planted fruit in the world because we're all obsessed with drinking alcohol. Don't you think that's mad? Don't you think that's absolutely... I mean, it's obviously true. It's obviously the most planted The other thing... But, I mean, if you believe in God and all that shenanigans, you you have to accept that the omnipotent beings... Uh, one us to get pissed because there's yeast on the out because there's yeast on the outside of a grape on the grape skin basically from the air and uh, so yeah it kind of is its own <laughs> like somebody goes i'm gonna eat those grapes they go don't leave it <laughs> honestly <laughs> six months time way better <laughs> just leave them in that a ton of grapes can produce 720 bottles of wine that's a it's a good fact it's hard to sort of picture a ton of something, though, isn't it? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Uh, people, <laughs> this is a great fact. People in olden days used to drink wine instead of water. Yeah, same reason as we talked about Cleaner, it, we? with mead and beer. It's safer yeah. than water. Water, you've got a chance of goodness knows what. Uh, there are 10,000 varieties of wine grapes. <sighs> Christ. But... I don't think that there must be like oh, it must be fifty I, that are actually yes, drinking. Yes, correct, correct. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, wine tasters swirl the wine in their glass to release its aromas, and because they're a bit of a tosser, if they're <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is yeah. all smell though, isn't it? Have you ever done that thing of um, pinching your nose and drinking coffee and all that sort of stuff? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of uh, half of taste is smell, isn't it? Oh, but don't you think? Because everyone's done this. You've bought a red that you've had before, and it and it's like a couple of years ago, and it's it's actually the one you've got is shit. I can tell it's going to be dreadful because it's sort of there's a taste. I the smell. Yes, a I, great wine tip. If you get yeah. a wine you don't like, just pinch your nose and drink it. But I know how bad it's going to be because um, I know that smell, and that smell for me is it smells like. Uh, blueberry flavor stuff you know if you buy a blueberry muffin and it smells of uh like that american blueberry flavor ring yeah and i think if i smell it I oh shit the other thing everybody's done and i guarantee i don't care who you are what your wine connoisseur illness is is that you drank you drank a bottle of wine already and then you had another bottle which was different or you were already pissed when you opened the first bottle and suddenly you found your favourite wine in the world and you go back and buy four yeah. bottles and you realise that actually it was just because you, of just you were already a bit pissed. You, climat- you climatise to wine as well. Yeah, it's true. You can climatise to bad bad. wine. Do you ever do that? If you've got a decent wine and a, and a not so decent, you know which way round to do it. And you have, and remember, like, yeah. not, you know, actually yeah. the first bottle was way better, but you're just not yeah. stupid. Yeah. Hey, do you want to guess the top five producers of wine in the world? What countries? Yeah, you'll never get the fifth. I can. I reckon I'll do a few. I can get right, go on in. Okay. okay, France. Bingo. Australia. No. 
Oh, South Africa. No. Fuck. Uh, Spain. <laughs> yep. Italy. Yep. Um. America, California. California. Yeah. So the fifth. No idea. China. Oh wow. Bad dudes. I suppose even if they only drunk it themselves, they'd be still producing a. Yeah, it's the one, <laughs> Japanese. One thing I've never tried is uh, Japanese one. I've never, I've never had rice wine. I've never had sake. Never tried it. I like um, rice beer. I've had, yeah, I've had a rice beer, but I've never had rice wine, which yeah. is sort of uh, um, you meant to. You kind of warm it up, do you? That's as far as I know. Anyway, um, nearly, nearly, nearly made a massive error. Made my phone nearly started making loads of noises, but I didn't. So that's good news. What else have I got in my notes? Oh, have you ever made wine yourself? No. My granddad used to do. So I have, but it because it's still wine, even if it's not grapes. We did yeah. elder I did elderflower champagne one year. Right. And uh we went out and we picked a load of elderberries and I followed the Hugh Fernley Wittenstall recipe for elderflower wine. So I bought a bin. Cleaned it all out, sanitized it, filled right. it up with water, put the sugar and lemon and yeast. Oh, no. Put it all in there. And then what you do is you leave it for like a week to see if there's enough yeast on the elderflowers themselves to ferment. And they didn't seem to be. So I put in some yeast and then left it for another two weeks with a muslin cloth over top of this bin and a lid, obviously. And uh, going great guns, mm. owned it, bang. And it said, I don't even know this, but to make champagne type things fizzy, or you do it with beer as well, actually, when you bottle it to make sure it's carbonated, you put a teaspoon of sugar in and then you fill it up with the uh, your you know wine and then uh-huh. you lid it and then you leave it for like yeah. two weeks. So it'll be yeast, delete the sugar. And that will become carbonation within the drink. Yes. So we did that and we had a little uh, boiler room in our old apartment and we had it in there. And I don't know why, but something made me dexter the room before I put the bottles in there. Because I suppose it was a rental, I taped plastic bin bags to the floor before I put the bottles in there. Right. right? Like Dexter the serial killer with plasticate everything. But that was still fine. Anyway, week went past, fine. At least I think they were meant to ferment for two weeks. Second week, it was a Sunday. I was laying in bed with uh, my lovely wife. A lovely morning it was. And we were just, we were thinking, you know, when you're considering getting up, we might get up. We might watch a bit right. of Sunday no, brunch. Kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back <laughs> in the day. Do you remember that? No. When you used to get up. Uh, well, anyway, we were laying in bed, like probably drifting in and out of sleep. And, you know, yep. we were just sort of. Sounds nice. I absolutely shit ourselves. Like, what the fuck was that? Right, right, right. Just back. Pop. And I was like, what was that? And then we were sitting there. And I was like, I, I don't know like what that was. episode of Only Falls and Horses. Yeah. And I was like, I know what it is. And I thought, what? I know it's that. The alpha champagne, the lids are coming off. It's obviously carbonated too much. And she said, Well, go in there. And I was like, well, you better, but they're already going to set to go 
if I go in there and move them, I'm just going to get covered in it. What's the point? I'm just going to stay here. We'll just lay in bed. So we literally lay in bed, <laughs> counting them exploding. There was 20 bottles. Right. And so we're just listening to the caps flying off. Um, as we were getting so what So what had you done wrong? I didn't need to put the, what I shouldn't have done is put the brewer's yeast in. There was enough yeast. So there was, there was, there was too much, basically there was too much active yeast when I put the sugar in. Right. And it had overcarbonate. And the other thing you all, what you should do, if you're making that type of champagne, you need very strong bottles and clamp lids. Those metal, those metal twisty. Those metal clamp lids. Yeah. yeah. And, and they would have taken a lot more pressure. But, I hadn't. I'd because sometimes the second you take those off, it's ready to go, isn't it? Oh, they would have. Had it done it that way, you might have got to sip it. Probably, like you might have got a sip out of each bottle, but at least you'd have had something. But I know I just exploded them everywhere. Luckily, though, because of the bin bags that I'd already sorted. Oh, they were in a bin bag over the top as well. So if anyone was thinking, and because it wasn't, I'm very conscious. I'm one of those people, I probably overthink things. It wasn't ours flat. It wasn't ours. It was rented. And I, you know, you don't want to wreck someone's stuff. So uh, there was a bin bag. They were enclosed in a bin bag as well. So we didn't have a complete nightmare to get off the floor. Um, We just moved it all into the shower, tipped it all away, and then threw the bottles. So I, I might have tried a tiny bit. I don't think it was that good. If I remember correctly. Oh, the other thing is I've had wines I've had made of other things. I've had blackberry wine. I've had parsnip wine. Banana. I've never had a banana wine. That's what, that was the final thing my granddad made. Banana wine. Did <sighs> That's you what try it? it was. <laughs> it tasted like a liqueur. <laughs> was it all right, though? No, none of this stuff was all right. My dad made cherry wine, and it was absolutely terrible, supposedly. And then so what he did was, you know, if you... Because you can distill and turn into a spirit. If mm-hmm. it was a bad wine, you can, you know, you can distill the... But you can reverse distill as well. So you can freeze it into ice, because alcohol, the actual alcohol, has got a higher freezing point than the water within the mixture. Yes, all right. And then yeah, you sort of squ- squash it out. And so my dad made made this like sixty or seventy proof brandy out of cherries. And uh, yeah, my my dad was you know that that's a man thing that is. You'll drink it just to prove you haven't wasted your own time. Yeah. So he was putting it with like lemonade or whatever. Just be like, well, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it took six months. (laughs) Yeah, the garage fell down. But listen, I like it. It was not a waste of time. The only bloke would do that. I'm going to drive that car to work every day. Yes, I know. It cost me 20 grand extra because the engine was fake and it was a cut and shut. But I like it. I think that's mine. I think that's why. If you're on a Facebook, if you're a Facebook person, go to Facebook and go to the top and search the On Topic podcast. You'll find us there and you should join the group because, you know, people, toppers, we call you if you join that. Um, and you're a fan. You're a topper even. You're just a fan, really. Uh, you can send us an email if you like with the topic suggestions. Uh, Mick likes doing that. That is the On Topic podcast. Yeah, we would like com. some suggestions. Yeah, if you want to, if you want if you think, and if we think it's worth it, we'll do it. If not, we'll just laugh at it just between each other. Well, no, there's no silly suggestion. There is. 
Oh, yeah, there is, yeah. But you make us laugh, anyway. You can follow us on Twitter, that's the On Topic Podcast, or you can follow uh, TikTok, which is the On Topic Podcast. Oh, uh, TikTok, really. Search it wherever you can, and, uh, yeah, done. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for joining listening. us. Oh, do you know what? This might be episode 40. It just occurred to me. Oh. Wow. It's exciting. Episode 40. Okay. See you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. On Topic Podcast. <laughs>